2: Hey everybody! Welcome, welcome, welcome! Oh my gosh, I am so excited about today's show. Dr. Glenna Rice, Cass Thomas, joining us here today on the show. We are. This is probably for me. I have never done a show in fourteen years. That's like nine thousand interviews. If you for, for all the math people out there, right? On why ask a question. And I do this for a living, right? But thanks to Glenna and Cass and the amazing work they're doing, we're going to talk about what the value of this is. Before we jump into it, many of you know Glenna. You know her because she's been a regular on this show for years. Beyond being brilliant at what she does, she is out there helping people understand that innate potentiality they have in the world and the world of possibilities. She also works to help people understand what I'm a parent now. That's not a parent. That's not a parent. That's all of the above. You're a parent and you're a parent. Why? Because many of us get thrown into a role We know absolutely zero about except the way that our parents treated us. So she works with parents, she works with children, and she works with people that are that or not. In the world, she helps them. She is also physical therapist, owner of Access Physical Therapy, but a phenomenal Access Consciousness facilitator. She's joined today by Cass Thomas, who was on the show with us last time. Best-selling author, international coach, Access Consciousness, uh, Consciousness certified facilitator, uh, aficionado of the sport of ping pong, better known as table tennis or vice versa, uh, joining us here today. And we're gonna be asking the question. Why ask a question? Welcome to both of you. Great to have you. Oh, thanks, Thank Dr. You Dr. So
3: Pat. Much. Wonderful introduction. Yeah. Why ask the question? I'm glad you like the topic. I of love the up topic. A few days ago. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I love the topic because you must have been eavesdropping on a call or several of the calls that I've had this week uh, about a project that's near and dear to my heart, where if I would have remembered that asking the question might get us to where we wanted to go, I would have done that. Instead, we opted to talk over each other, not listen to each other, and pretty much at the end of the day not give the client what this client really needed. How's that for a start, Glenna? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that sounds like a lot of fun. Um, <laughs> one thing about asking questions
3: is it changes something. It changes something that's not working. It opens up. If you, if these are questions that are not like we've had in school, like what's the answer? You know, what's two plus two? It's questions that you ask that are open ended, that don't you're not looking for answers. You're looking for awareness for possibilities for what what information is out there that could change something. You're mm-hmm. not looking for what we call what we call necessarily an answer. It's totally different. Yeah. And that can change, you know, meetings that aren't going well. Like just the question that you love so much is what else is possible? Exactly.
2: Exactly, and that question for me is my go-to question. The other part of that question uh, for me, Cass, Glenna, is that is also it has become a spiritual question for me. And what do I mean by that? You know, some people might say all questions are spiritual. If we're uh, uh, if we're we're waiting on the other end for something other than a solution. Or something other than the problem solving. But it's become a spiritual question. And what do I mean by that? And I'd love to hear what both of you think about this. What it means is when I ask that question, I'm asking for a new level of something. You know, insight, I like to call them, awareness. And then not then self-correct, even when I hear something that I don't necessarily want to hear. But what do you think about this idea of a question opening a spiritual or let's just call it intuitive insightful portal (laughs)
0: intuitive insightful portal i love that the the iip (laughs) thank (laughs) you uh yeah i love that um why ask a question and um a lot of people would think oh well of course you ask a question to get an answer and so it's it's quite radical that you are not looking for an answer when you ask a question. You're looking for other questions, right? Um, and I ask, a, I, one of my favorite questions is, what question can I ask here
1: mm. that
0: would give me more clarity? I always ask that. So people are always saying with access, oh, um, what's the right question? What There is no right question. The only question that's right is what is the one in that moment that'll give you um, more possibilities, more clarity. And more questions, right? Uh, and and it there's this sort of uh, um, you know it's almost chemical uh, what a question does. It begins this um, it begins this we call it uh, DMMD, which is demolecular manifestation and molecular demanifestation. But it actually begins to eat away at the solidity of a situation. Um, like in a petri dish, which is a sterile environment, no movement, no change, and you drop this foreign object in. That's what a question is. It's a foreign object that begins a slow disintegration of the no movement, stability, rock, mm. density, um, that allows more space, more possibilities, change to occur. I don't even know if I answered your question, but that's what came
3: from I like that, Cass. That's good.
2: I do too and what yeah. was
3: it I called it um, it's something I portal but
2: yeah, um, I, yeah intuitive In, insightful intuitive portal I like that it's an um, IIP IIP
3: yeah awesome um, so you had asked about it being spiritual and I am probably one of the most unspiritual people um, especially like my whole life I'm not very spiritual never was a church goer never had delved into much of that I guess um, access has that quality to it, but more—it's it, more this like connection or communion or awareness you have of everything, the energies of everything around you, which a lot of mm. people, I suppose, would be say that is spiritual. Um, but it's not that you're ever separate. And a lot of times, spirituality for me seems that, like that's something outside of you that you're always trying to get in you or to, to be part of. That you're not really part of it. So this is like we are—you know—infinite beings on this planet. Who have a communion and a, an awareness, a uh, way of, to access the information and energies of everything around us. And yeah. a question is one of the ways we can access that. When you um, start asking a question like, you know, what would it take for this to change? Pretty simple question. And then the, everything around you, the entire universe, the energies of everything can start contributing to showing you what that is if you don't have a point of view, if you're not looking for a fixed, fixed answer. Um, or a solution it's just like what would it take for something to change and you know it could be that you're just walking by someone on the sidewalk and they say something like the universe gets you on the sidewalk it, it, like if you follow the energy everything will lead you to the to the where where you have to be how you have to be when you have to be to start getting the information to be whatever this is you want to change you know someone could say something uh, you know uh, you can have something come up in your head you can just mm. walk into a certain place. You can, you know, go on the internet and you search for something, and something strange pops up, and you click on it. It's so many different ways, and you know, is that spiritual? That very well may be spiritual for people. Um, that that answers more of the question. I <laughs> think we're looking for answers here.
2: <laughs> you know, I think for me, I, uh, Glenna, since you've been doing this show, since we've been we've been talking about. Not, not just asking questions, but talking about ways that we can show up and change, ways that we could be, that align with the ways that we actually want to be. And it really has brought a whole new perspective to the, 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 the degree by which, at least for me, I can empower myself, is directly related to the question that i'm asking in my life on a day-to-day basis and and i find that interesting and and i really uh, the other day when i was on this call i had the opportunity to create a change and i didn't I, i totally didn't remember that i could ask a question and i we don't remember this, do we? And so what I want to ask you both is, how can we cultivate a skill for this?
0: You know, it's like when you go to the gym, you know, like people with six-packs, right? They do, they're not born with six-packs, they, so they do sit-ups and, you know, uh, until uh, those muscles actually uh, come into play. I've been playing with these tools for like 12, 13 years. And I don't remember, it was a couple of years before I remembered to ask that, you know, ask a question. So you can um, sort of, you know, put your alarm on your phone. Has, has an hour gone by and I have not asked a question? So what question could I ask in this hour? Like give yourself the task, and, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, so, um, to exercise that muscle. And there's you start recognizing your energy. And you can call that spiritual if you want, your state of mind, your spiritual state or whatever you want to call it. An energy that's around you and an energy of of the things that you encounter, that you run into, is magic showing up? And if it's not, hmm, have I not asked a question? Uh. (laughs) I I have to uh, share this with you guys. I don't have to, but I will. No, I would love for you to. While this is the, the image that I keep, that's popping to me, is of a doggie. You know how doggies are laying down on the floor, all relaxed and everything, and they like may lift up an eye as you walk by. Mm-hmm. And then something happens where the doggy stands up. The ears are standing up, and they're listening. They're curious. They're yeah. looking. They're listening. They're at. They're vigilant. They're not moving. They're just. And then they might just go even lay back down. But that vigilance, that ears um, up, that listening, that's the energy of a question, that it, that it, they are, their antennas are up. And the question gets your antennas up. That's, I, that's just what, it's never come to me before. So that's something <laughs> that the three of us together have brought to my whole past. <laughs> no, I like it. So I
3: just was in um, Germany a couple days ago, and I taught the S D Extravaganza, which is a class I teach bodywork and that's taught on bodies and on horses, body work on horses and people bodies. I taught it with the amazing Susie Godsey, and the horses have that energy too. It's really interesting when you ask when you um, when you come up to work on them. It's kind of like what's possible here. What do you require? You ask the horse. Energetic. You don't have to ask it out loud. You can, um, but you're just curious about what you can help or contribute to the horse. And once you ask that the question, they they're. Eyes kind of open. They give you a look. Their ears pop up. Their body has this other way of being, and they're they're showing you what it is. And they also have that curiosity of, huh? Wonder what this person's gonna. Do. What, what's this person up to? Wonder what I could receive, or do I even want to receive? And some of them walk away um, the first few times, and then they, they hang out there. So they're they are a question. I mean, I think that a lot of um, animals kind of function from that, like, what is this? What am I aware of here? And you see, like, the dog analogy was great, Cat, because we've all seen a dog perk up like that. And then you look at him and go, what are they What are they looking at? <laughs> and, they put, and they put you into a question. Um, you know, so you being a question actually inspires other people to be that. But what Cat's is saying, we were taught this when we were kids. No so one, you know, in school we certainly yeah. weren't. Our parents probably weren't. So it is a muscle you build. The, the funnest thing for me is that, you know, building the muscle creates more in my life, creates my life greater. So it, was, it always had this really great incentive to continue, continue doing it, because when I did ask the question, things that weren't working, things that sucked, like some things that really sucked in my life, started to change, which before I had the question available to me, would have never changed. I would have either just dealt with it, got angry, you know, whatever it was, it was like something, a solid obstacle I couldn't change. And when I was like, wow, what else is possible here? I've never considered just that simple question to change things with uh, marriage that went bad, child support stuff back back years ago. I've been yeah, about like 10, 12 years also like cast. So wow. I had lots of life circumstances that have shown up where the question would change something and I would just sit back and go, Oh my God. There actually is other stuff possible than what we think is so solid in this reality. You know, when my kids use the question, magic has shown up for them, things that in middle school where you think nothing can change with the girls and the meanness and Simple questions in the morning. Okay, what would it take for all the kids to uh, have fun with you today? Or what would it take to be the teacher's pet today and have teachers change? Just from a question like that, giving, you know, an 8-year-old or a 10-year-old that question in the morning and having them kind of smirk at me and go, oh, Mom, you're so silly, and having it change anyway. Yeah. Yeah. So it's miraculous I, if you
2: use it. I love asking questions. I mean, you know, I have to say that, and and I think you you both know that, I didn't wake up one day uh, in 2003 and say, oh, I think I'm going to spend like hundreds of thousands of dollars for airtime so I could ask questions. I didn't do that. You know, I dialed the wrong phone number and the minute I got behind a mic and I got to sit next to somebody that I could honor and ask questions, a genuine curiosity, I had never experienced anything like that except being in graduate school and there is something about question asking that suits me right
1: Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. in
2: doing this what I like to do and yet even with that uh Glenna it wasn't until we started to talk about what I consider to be a different type of question so let me ask you both this (laughs) there are different types of questions um, and I think you touched upon it a little bit. Um, but I don't know that many people really quite know that, or let me ask you, maybe they're not, but at least for me, I learned different types of questions can you can you talk about that? Are there different types of questions um or not?
0: <laughs> you're so psychic that I love that. <laughs> <laughs> I was just, all I have to do is think something and then you start talking about it. <laughs> cool. um, you know, there are, um, there are questions that actually already have the answer in them. Oh. You know, they call it, lead, you know, in law, they call it leading the witness,
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know? So um, did you plan to kill them when you went to the house? Well, <laughs> you know, <laughs> leading the witness. And also, why am I so stupid is a question. Why am I always doing this? Why am I? You know what I mean? These why questions are, um, are questions that don't um, really lead to something greater, to another question, to a possibility, to changing something. The why questions usually lead us in a circle like a dog chasing their tail. This is obviously my doggy day. <laughs> it's a dog out there, so what's the dog that's, who's the dog that's waiting for me today? But, um, but a doggy chasing their tail, they think they're getting somewhere, but they're not actually getting anywhere, you know? So those why questions do that. So that's one type of question, a question that A, doesn't lead to something greater. And B, it's the same thing, really, um, that has intrinsically built into it, whether it's obvious or not, a, an answer. Um, so as in answers, you just stop. You know, uh, would you like to do anything this afternoon? No. <clears throat> okay. Would you like to do anything this afternoon? Well, what what could we do? That's different. you know, that's not that's another question. A question that leads to another question, or a question that leads to an answer.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Like, can mm-hmm. I just uh, go ahead? Yeah, I'll, go uh, ahead. No, I, I just wanted to say this. Uh, thank you so much, Glenna, for the the horse story. These yeah. kind of conversation sort of make me tear with joy because um that horse story and the the doggy story and pat's question about spiritual is what we're talking about all the same is it something that gets us back to our what this what we call in this reality spirit like gets us out of our head is that what questions do if we're willing to ask a question like you ask to your kids mm-hmm. is it is it yeah. connecting with something that's greater than the mind or um, that's something that's natural to us that animalistic um, uh, behavior what do you call it or or that um more than animalistic behavior the 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 essence right. Of right. Us. yeah mm-hmm. and is that what you're calling spiritual
2: mm. yeah, yeah, and you know for me um I had some early life experiences, um, and you know, for lack of a better phrase, of a, of a spiritual nature. Some people will call it religious, but the point is that, you know, they turn in to my language creativity. See, this is the mm. thing, this creative word right there, because I have found in my own life, there are some questions that I ask that, yeah, yes or no, right? Yes. Or, hey, do you want to go to movies? Yes. Yeah, right. Uh, and usually that's met with, uh, are we going to go to one of your kind of movies like that? That usually comes <laughs> back, that your kind of movies. And then I could say either a yes or no or say, oh, uh, well, what would you like to go see right some days Mm -hmm. it's really that simple yeah you know what it's going to be one of my kind of movies we're going to go see wonder woman okay um and some other days it's like i just i would love to spend time with you Uh, movies is one option but maybe there's another option what else is possible and I don't think we see that as an option in day-to-day living right there, that thing right there. I don't think we look at what else is possible as a tool in day-to-day living. I don't know. Glenna, what do you think?
3: Well, what's, uh, Yeah, great question. Um, One woman, in my type of movie, by the way. <laughs> we'll have to go see a movie someday. Pat, <laughs> if I'm up Thank you. Thank <laughs> um, <laughs> you. Love those action-filled movies and just fun with ladies. I know. Yeah. Um, So yeah, day to day, it's it's not how it's it's not um, what we see most of the time in day to day. But I can say that when you start building this muscle, and you have it available, you start being a question. So those yes/no questions when you ask them, the yeses and nos are more where you access the energy of whatever you're asking to do is going to create in your future. Or what is, so like, do you want to go to the movies? Like, you know, I said that, hey, kids, do you want to go see Wonder Woman a few, like a month ago? And mm-hmm. the yes was, it was more than just going to watch the movie. It was creating my life. It was being creative. And I did, I totally enjoyed the movie. It gave me all sorts of insights and inspired me for, you know, you know, the action filled movies always have some inspiration for me. Um, and a no would have been, ah, you know, that's not going to be creating anything tonight or maybe this week. It, it's, it's I'm accessing the whole, like, my future and everything around me because maybe I'm not going to movies because there is something else possible. So the yes, no questions are wonderful. And they start to become, um, you know, should I go for a run today? What's that going to create? What should I go? Should I not go for a run today? What's that going to create? I mean, you can do it with everything. Should I have a cup of coffee this morning? What will that create? Coffee, yes, no. And I am that way with. Most of my day, a lot of the time, even not not cognitively knowing I am, but walking through my day now is a lot of yes, no, like that, right, left. Huh? Oh, right, greater. I'll go right. And, and driving can be that way, which is funny because you can be driving and you go, oh, I'm actually not going to go down this street today. I'm taking a right from, from a question all the time of what, like, if I'm going to this place, what's the greatest way to go? What's going to create the most? And then having the train, seeing the train come along the road that would have blocked me and sat me there for five minutes, and I hadn't taken the right, and go, ah, I'm always looking at my future. Um, and how does it <laughs> get even greater than that?
2: <laughs> well, you know, what I love about it is I have found now in, in this dialogue, and we'll talk about this when we come back from break, is uh, can the type of question we ask be a solution? Uh oh! What did she just say? Can the type of question we ask actually be the solution? Uh, and all of the above. Uh, it, you know, there's a reason we're talking about this today, and I think one of the reasons is that folks. And I'll just—I'm going to make a generalization. I don't—I don't do this, but I want to do it today. Folks in the energy seem to be right now in our country, uh, in the United States, that there are questions slash questioning happen in a way that hasn't been done in decades, decades, and decades. I was talking to a woman, 84 years old on Sunday, was talking with me about this very topic. And she was saying, I just told my granddaughter, Please start questioning everything. Please start doing that. And when we come back, I want to talk about that. But before we go to break, I want to just make sure folks, Glenna, how can folks find out more about you and uh, give us a sneak peek on what's up and coming and then cast you as well?
3: So GlennaRice.com, my website, easiest way to get me. And then for all my access schedule classes it's accessconsciousness.com slash Dr. Glenna Rice. And Cass and I have something fabulous coming up this weekend. I'm flying to New York in the morning. She's already there. We have a three-day body class we're co-facilitating together, which I'm so excited about. And we also have two evening classes, which we're going to have live streams, so you can watch them anywhere on the planet you are. Cass is going to be doing... uh, Cass, what's your... Sorry. Sorry, I'm
0: doing a, um, an evening adventure. It's called Being You with Money. It's based on um, yeah, the tools from the Dr. Dane here's book, Being You, Changing the World. And so, yeah, it's fun. And, and, how, yes. and, how, and I will, how can people watch? Um,
2: they, can um,
0: watch uh, they can watch it a live stream. They just have to sign up for the um, live stream, classcastthomas.com, K. S. S. Thomas.com or accessconsciousness.com and look um, me up. Um, and that's, um, both of our classes are on there. We've got another class. That's on Saturday night at 7 to 9. And Glenna mm-hmm. on Sunday is doing an introduction to this amazing um, class She and uh, Susie Godsey do around the world. Go ahead, wow, Glenna.
2: Wow.
0: Yeah. It's called yeah. Essay, Extravaganza that's Intro. Cool. I love it.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I have a question for you both to think about. How does it get any better than that? Let's take a short break, everyone. We'll be right back, Dr. Glenn Rice, Cast Thomas. We've got much to talk about. I got a question for all of you listening. What's your question? What would you like to come and join us on air and and ask today on the show? What's on your mind? 1 800 930 2819, or you can go to transformationtalkradio.com or the Dr. Pat Show. And right there on the right hand sign, you can type your question in right there. We're going to take a short break, everyone. We'll be right back. miss any shows during the week don't worry we've got you covered with the free transformation talk radio app you'll have access to all of the past week's shows in the palm of your hand tune in to transformation talk radio anywhere you go with our free app for any of your devices check out our app in the app store and google play store today
3: Gifted intuitive healer and spiritual teacher, Sarah Luce, brings her unique style to the hit show, Small Steps, Big Breakthrough Radio on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Tune in each month as Sarah turns reality on end and shows us how to experience expansive results with simple yet powerful steps. Expect an enlightening bend on what you currently believe is possible. For show details and upcoming topics, visit That's saraloos.com. That's S A R A L O O S.com.
0: 725366
2: Hey everybody, welcome welcome back. Uh for those of you out there, you know, what I love about this show today with Glenna and Cass is that You know, we're looking at questions. A question can empower. An answer can disempower. What do you think about that? Um, You know, if you're like me, do you have a scenario in your life right now where there might be a question that is waiting to be asked, which could change something? Is that possible? Do questions have that kind of power? That's what today's show is about. Why ask a question? And one of my least favorite questions that I get, and maybe I can get some help from both of you, is the question, why? I want to pull my hair out, right out of my head. I just want to mm-hmm. do it. Now, clearly, when a nine or a 10-year-old asks me why, I have a little different response to that, but... When, you know, people that are close to me ask me why, it annoys me. Do you think I need therapy? <laughs> <laughs>
3: no. <laughs> that's great. Well, Cass was talking about that a little bit before the break yep. about the why how why questions put you in defense a lot of the time. Like, why do yep. you do that? Yep. Why are you doing that? Would you, you know, that's the question that, like, if you're a kid, it's immediately like, oh, what did I do? Uh, wrong, yeah. <laughs> It, and they're designed to do that. It, and there's, the only time a why question actually is really helpful or can be is if you're in an argument with someone and they're not changing their point, you know, it's just not going anywhere. Sometimes if you throw a why question, in, they'll start to just defend their point of view, and you can put them on a the hamster wheel, and that'll shut them up, and you can end the conversation. Mm. But, <laughs> that's the only real time to ever use a why question is to, um, to get someone else to defend themselves and so they can just
0: blather on and keep going, and you don't have to continue with the conversation. Well, that's wow. brilliant. It, it, that's brilliant. wow. Because you know the the reason, the thing that about why, um, is that it doesn't move forward. And what Glenn is saying is, um, so use it if you don't want to go forward.
2: Oh, <laughs> that's brilliant. <laughs> I, yeah. love I love that. that. <laughs> you know,
0: that's uh, so cool. And the why, the thing about the uh, why question, also is that it um in intrinsic in there there is the where do i point the finger what is who's who or what is at um fault here you know what i mean yeah Uh, and so there's always the um looking for to blame and usually you know with Humanoids, those people who are always changing, and in the question we're looking to blame ourselves, Mm -hmm. but there's somewhere in ourselves that are blame uh, to blame there. But I was just reflecting on, and we were I was listening to the music Mm -hmm. as we came back in from the break, which was like bamba dumpa 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 dump dump dump, -dump." and then this lovely voice of Dr. Pad comes on, all spacious and possibilities like and I'm like why ask a question so that you can be that space of possibilities because we've been talking about asking questions and look what the space it's created just in our conversation you know <laughs> <laughs> so you don't have to ask questions you could just talk about asking questions and it works
2: <laughs> <laughs> you, awesome. know, you know I the, here's the weird thing right for me um I, I okay yeah I am going to bring up table tennis ping pong for a moment. Um I have two people that really want to help me get better, right? Actually there are three. Three that really want to help me get better. And um and they all have different opinions about what they want to change and how they want to change it. And I'm trying to speak with them about what they see, right? It's like, well, why do you want me to take a shorter stroke? So here I'm asking the why question. You know, why do you want me to take the, the shorter stroke? So I'm trying to find out you, you would like me to do something differently. I'm not getting what's underneath that. It doesn't matter. Well, it, matter, it may matter.
0: Yeah. I'm sorry, Glenna.
2: I, I love think, that you both answered that. <laughs> yeah, no, no, it may matter in
0: that you might have a different target. Like, what do you know? I've been wanting to ask you that question a couple of times. Like, What is it that you know? Because they might want you to take a shorter stroke so that you can, you know, somebody uh, is not able to slam the, the, the ball at you. And you might say, oh, I'm great at responding to slam balls. So I don't want to take a st- st- uh, shorter stroke. Because I actually want them to slam the ball so that I can pull out my number one. You know what I mean. So what? maybe so so when someone asks, you know what I mean, if they ask, you're asking why, but you might actually be asking them, what is your target here with that shorter stroke? What is it that you are trying to get to mm-hmm. um, by? Um, you know what I mean? And you'll get, and that's a question that will give you some additional information so that then you can make a choice whether or not a shorter stroke. Is that what works for you? Is that helpful? Mm
2: -hmm. Well, it is helpful. And we run into situations like this 24-7. You know, why is my boss wanting me to do that that way? I mean, let's just get down to the reality of how many times during a day we are pondering questions in almost everything we do because th- isn't this the re- isn't this really what's going on in our lives even though I'm not walking around saying oh yeah why do you want me to uh, i'm but in my mind, in this, in this mind of mine, I'm trying to figure things out. I'm, I'm asking myself questions that maybe I'm not saying out loud, but I'm questioning things. So let's talk about questioning versus asking questions. See, are they the same or are they really different? Is the questioning part like a little judgmental thing that showing up as like a question, but really is not? What, what do we think?
3: Yeah, the questioning thing is more, is more like you know you've got you're up on the stand and the lawyer's asking you, is questioning you. <laughs> it's the why questions that you defend or you know stick yourself with something. Um, yeah. Getting information about something is really different to get more clarity or to create something greater or more.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Um, you know you can the, the, the you know if a boss is making you do something you don't understand what it is why are they asking you to do that? A question could be like what are they trying to accomplish with this? What am I not mm. understanding about this that would give me more clarity? What's their purpose here? I mean, that's something you can actually ask a boss
1: or there someone you're working
3: with when you're really confused. It's like, okay, can you give me some clarity? I'm not understanding what, you know, what is it you're trying to accomplish with this? And then they have to actually look at it also because they may not really be clear on what they're doing. They may just be a boss likes to mm-hmm. micromanage everybody. And this may give them an opening to see something different. Or you might just see, oh, this is a boss that's always going to tell me what to do. Um, so what's it going to take to have he's working here? Or what's it going to take to find another job?
0: All right. And and you can always ask that. Well, you can always do it, you know, um, cleverly, as they say. When <laughs> someone asks you to do something, instead of asking them why, say, whoa, I get your, um, you see something clearly, and I'm not really seeing it. Can you help me with that? Mm-hmm. Is it, can, you know what I mean? And that's yeah. you know, so you're you're asking me to do that. It's so interesting. You obviously have a grasp on something that I'm missing. Can you help me with that? What's, where's that going to lead us? What what is what's gonna what's that gonna um, create? You know what I mean? Something like that. Yeah, and that, yeah. That's a question, right? Right. And, you, and it might be true, or it might be no. I was just thinking you're gonna get some information
2: mm-hmm. that will
0: that will um, that will move things forward instead of going into defense on it.
2: Well, here's I got a question for you both. So. The thing that I'm really struck by now, like we've been talking about this, and I—I I don't know, maybe I'm picking up on it, you know, energetically. I think there are, and boy, am I going to put myself on a on a on a limb right here. I think there are only two kinds of questions in the world. Uh-oh, can you? I could feel you, Glenna, right mm-hmm. now. <laughs> I, I feel this, but I'm going to do it. I think there are only two kinds. I think there are fear-based questions and faith-based questions. And I don't mean faith and religious. That is not what I'm saying. Uh, Fear-based and faith-based. And so what do I mean by that? You know, well, Pat, what are you saying? Well, a fear-based question is me trying to ask questions because I'm so scared to death that I'm in search of some reality that will help take away my pain of fear. That's okay. my two cents on that. The other one, uh, let us I, I don't know where faith-based came from. I just made that up for a moment. Um, mm-hmm. Then the faith, faith-based thing is I believe in possibility. So my questions are going to fit in that arena. I don't, tell me, what do you think? I'd like to hear what you think. And 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 please, you know, I can take feedback really well. Glenna will tell you how many times I've said stuff that are like, what did she say? But th- that's me. I just want to talk about that right there for a minute. Well, um,
3: so fear, the, when, once you're functioning from fear, you're functioning from what we call in the axis, you know, is a distractor implant. Your, okay. A what? Fear is something, a distractor, it distracts you from awareness. Okay. So you're not being aware. There's actually, fear is so not real. I don't think I have had fear in my life or my reality for 10, 12 years, really. Wow. I It's not an energy that I even have. It's, I, wow. I can have energies that I would have called fear, and now it's like, ah, I ask a question. What's that? What am I not being aware <laughs> of? Is there actually something to be concerned? And being a mother, and my youngest was a year old when I started doing this work. You know, fear is a big thing mothers function from. It was not fair with me raising the kids. So they didn't actually get it either. I was always just aware of situations, is that are they going to be safe doing that? Um, So when you have the energy of fear, that's where being a question is just almost imperative. To get what you're aware of, you can actually know what is being created, that you may need to... Maybe it is something that's unsafe. Maybe there is something in the future that you need to be aware of that's not going to work for you. But when you go to fear, you never can access the awareness of it. so it's like all the distractive influence of fear that are creating the limitations in your life that you guys like to destroy and uncreate all of those. I don't mm-hmm. do clearings on this call very much, but everything that is, right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pop, all nine short boys and beyond. Do
0: um, yeah. you want to ask know, so, that, Cass? Well, we I just want to say when face. she said that, it was so foreign to me. <laughs> I was like, where did, we, did I miss? Did I wander off and I missed a part of the conversation that it came up this fear-based and faith-based? I was like, wow, that's interesting. I wrote it in our well, you
2: know paper. where it came from? It came from the horse story, when Glenna was talking about the horse. Mm-hmm. And yeah. you know what? Because I wrote as a kid, I loved horses. Totally obsessed, even to this day. And I remember my, one of my, my mentors um, saying to me, talking about horses, and she never understood. Like, we would be out in the high desert of California and these wild horses, and I would be walking towards the horses, and everybody be screaming at me. Of course, nobody – you can't hear people up at that that – 8000 feet right and everybody's screaming like don't go don't do and i'm just walking i'm walking to the horses because i want to walk to the wild horses and pet them and it Mm -hmm. walked to the horses said hello turn around walk back and one of the um what i don't know what they were called leads said to me do you know how at risk you were and i said do i know how i i said obviously not Blah, 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 wild horses. I said, you know what? That's not my experience. So that's what triggered my question because I didn't have a fear-based perspective. Her question, though, to me was totally fear-based.
0: Well, there's also, I mean, it's what we were saying before. Also, there is the um, response already in the question. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Right. So, do you know how dangerous that was? There's already the response that it was dangerous. So, it's I call those second floor questions.
2: There you go. You know?
0: The mm-hmm. second floor question is, do you know how um, stupid you are? With <laughs> <laughs> or do you know how, how fear, you know, how dangerous it is. The first floor question is, is it dangerous? Yeah. Is it, is it stupid? You know, that's that's the first floor. We call it the ground floor, but mm-hmm. in Italy. But yeah, or um, you know, if I was a counselor on that,
3: it'd be is Young cat going to be okay walking after the horses? Yes or no? Yes or no? Yeah. And you yeah. were. That would have been mm-hmm. a yes. Mm-hmm. And I would have, uh, you know, I would have been really aware and allowed you to be that
0: with the horses. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, so and that faith based, horses, and I like it. I like it. That yes. faith based is about the the um, trusting in the universe.
2: Yes, it is. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And that was so much lighter. When you said fear-based, that was like so heavy because it doesn't seem like your reality. It's, it's not. it's so light. Glenna, did yeah. did I tell the story about you and Roisin on here last time? I, I
2: don't recall. I don't, I don't remember gonna, are you okay. doing that. Are you, are yeah. you going to tell no, it now?
0: I'm going to tell it quickly now. Go. Okay, good. good. Thank you. Time. But it's fear-based and faith-based. It's perfect for that. Um, About 10 years ago, I don't remember, something like that, I'm walking down the street in Ireland, as you do, with Glenna, and her girl, who's, um, you know, about six or seven at the time, Mm -hmm. um, is walking like almost a block ahead of us. And Glenna's going on, and I'm looking at her and talking to her, you know, she's, you know, got a captivating uh, look and conversation, but I keep looking forward, too, at the little girl who's rushing, who's walking ahead. And so she obviously, Glenna, picks up on my, you know, uh, fear, let's say, and so uh, response, answer, right? Um, and she said to me, don't worry, I've asked the question and checked in on her and she does not want to die today. And what she was approaching a, a street and what it was in my mind not awareness in my mind mm-hmm. was the answer. You do not let a seven year old walk to the corner and get ready to cross the street without us being close, you know, or six year old, I don't remember. And the yeah, based yeah, base question and with your vernacular, right? That that what that you're just using, I know it's not yours, mm-hmm. was I checked in with the universe. I asked a question. My child is not in danger. And and I just laughed because of course we had we were at a class, right? <laughs> uh huh. So and I don't know if you get that. It's a different way than I've told it in the past. But the fear-based, how much does that um, cut off our awareness and right, so that right. we can't tap into the faith in the universe that we, um, if we were willing to have it, would just make everything possible.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Which,
3: yeah. you know, if you didn't tell Cass, the, the best part of the story is when Roisin, right after I said that, turned around and looked right at you and kind of winked.
0: And I turned around, the little girl, as, as I relaxed, as I relaxed with the awareness that, okay, she's tapped in, she's asked the question, and I got the energy that she wasn't, she did, she turned around and winked at me, and I just shook my head with a smile and said, "I'm okay, it's a faith-based question. So I like that you said that, actually. Thank you for that.
2: Yeah, I, I mean, I realize that I, I am asking, uh, I have somebody, a friend of mine, and I realized uh, in listening to this that I am asking uh, a, the same fear-based question every day. So the question that I'm asking every day is, have you done your spray today? And that, okay, what is the spray? There's this naturopathic spray that um, assists with people that uh, may have chronic Lyme disease, but you know, m- may just, you know, have a few things going on. So uh, here I go. I get this spray for her. and and so you get the spray, and it's like, okay, she's not really using the spray. But every day, twice a day, I ask, did you do your spray today? And so I'm now looking at that and thinking, yeah, that's my fear. That's my fear that there's something going on to somebody that I love, and even though intuitively I may be right, I don't think I'm doing any good. I, I think that every time I ask, did you take it, uh, it's it just not going to matter. But that's what I mean by a fear-based uh, question, because my fear is generating the question, see? My fear is generating the question. Is that true? So, so can I kind t- of yeah, yeah, that, was, that, is true. that thing. was like a true thing for me right there. Well, I don't know if it's true, but it feels true. <laughs> well, it's like, um,
3: so fear is, like I was saying, It's so you're, there's something you're not aware of when you're doing fear or you're not willing to right. be aware of. Mm-hmm. So it could be simply to ask, have you asked your body today if it would like to spray? Because it's for the oh, body. I like that. The, the body has to be the one that asks. And the body can say no and yes because it knows, See, the question empowers, then it accesses what you know. The bodies have so much wisdom and knowledge that we don't usually ask them about, just like we rarely ask kids what they know. So if you ask the body, hey, does your body want you to pray today? There will be an energy that you're aware of that will be a yes or a no, and um, then it's actually going to work a lot better. She may need it more than twice a day. She may not need it.
0: Mm -hmm. Also, you empower them to get that um, Mm -hmm. response. It's, I love English because we've got a difference. An answer <laughs> is not the same as a response, you know? So, um, you know, if um, does you have you asked your body today if it'd like the spray or would your body like the spray today? And you get a um, feeling of light um, and um, harmony and expansion and yep, you know, yep. faith with that. But you can also um, share that. Um, awareness or share how to do that with Mm -hmm. the person you're asking so that they um, don't just have that answer and response today they can have it for the rest of their lives
2: and the reason I brought it up and you know you're right I mean um, this hour goes really really quickly the reason I brought it up is because there there are in, in in our day we are bombarded with information with news it doesn't matter what it is and we get to we get to show up at a at a cross point I call it and it's the cross point by am I going to believe a b c d or am I going to go to what's possible and and that's what I mean by fear-based question there's some fear going on in me that's going to cause me a question so I could feel better and in yeah. the end, I don't really feel better because one thing oh. that I know you can't control is the way somebody answers that question.
3: <laughs> <laughs> no, you cannot control other people as much as we would like mm-hmm. to. It never works mm-hmm. out very well. <laughs> we don't like to be controlled, and people don't yeah, like us to try to control them. So wow. questions are much, a much greater way to create change um, when you're working with people because they aren't controlling. They're mm-hmm. opening up possibilities.
2: Wow, what, what a know, great show. You know, I, I mean, what yeah. we're talking about here today is all of us energetically are exploring something that we didn't think that we were going to explore earlier today. And I think because we asked ourselves a question about opening to this, that's what shows up. I, you, yeah, I love you both. You're awesome. Can you please, I know we only have a couple of minutes left. Please tell folks how they can find out more about you, your classes, and quickly your personal message. And thank you so much for the show today.
1: <laughs>
2: um, so Great thank for you. Our, for the yeah. Thank you,
3: thank um, you. No, go to AccessConscious.com/slash um, Dr. Glenna Rice to find um, the information on the classes Cass and I are doing this weekend. And mm-hmm. I think Cass is would be AccessConscious.com/slash Cass Thomas find her to sign up for her class that she's doing this weekend in New York um, being with money and I'm doing an introduction to Effie uh, and anything else
2: CassThomas.com Glenarise.com No I, I think we're good just per quickly personal message what would you like to leave everyone of us with here today
3: what could you choose that you cannot even see as a possibility
2: wow that's good Cass, how about you?
0: Yeah, what, um, what question can you ask that would open up a world of possibilities, uh, not only for you, but for everyone you encounter? And I love much it. How fun could your life be?
2: <laughs> I love it. Thank you both for today. Thank you so very much. Wow, what a great Lovely. show!
0: Lovely energy. Thank you so much. Mm-hmm. Have a fabulous weekend. And come to New York, join us.
2: Exactly. <laughs> I was, I, I thought I was going to break out with Alicia Keys and uh, Jay-Z's uh, New York song that right there, it came to mind. Thank you, Benny. Oh, for come for
0: on, she- you were too psychic. Stop oh, no, that. I, I, I was just
2: right thought, there with no, that. Stop. Oh, That's uh, what uh, games are made of. Oh, my gosh, yeah. It's now it's I'm salivating right over right a hot dog. That's here. what's going on right here. <laughs> Thank you, everyone. Benny, thank you for pushing all the right buttons. And remember, everyone, we've got another hour coming up on Transformation Talk Radio. Stay tuned.
0: The preceding audio was via a Skype call.